5021 David, we got a fender down and two GSWs to the chest. I need you to meet us at Molly's. <laughs> For the most powerful podcast on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, I go by the name of Leroy Hawkins, and if you're not listening, you obviously ain't learning. Copy that. gonna be all sunshine and roses but i can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride hey shy hearts welcome to episode 160 of meet us at molly's um brina happy one week to go less than one week we are technically less than one week out people one week less than one week out it's happening. Like, it's happening. I know. I'm so excited. I so, can, so excited. I cannot believe we have now hit the finish line of, like, this crazy-ass hiatus. I can't believe it either. I mean, it felt like at one point that we were never going to see the end, but we've reached the end of the tunnel. What's that clip from, like, Dora? It's like, hey, we did it! We did it! Like, <laughs> we did it! Yeah! Whatever that... I don't... So we're doing our fourth annual wish list episode today. That just feels so weird to say our fourth annual wish list episode. I know. I love it though. I, this is one of my favorite parts of gearing up for the new season is like right the week before like dropping this episode. I love this episode. Oh, also guys, not only are you less than a week from the premieres, congratulations, you made it past the election. Yeah, I mean, we can't say who's the president yet because we're recording it early, but still. Yeah, so we're we're way in the past right now. You're listening to this on Friday and we are all the way back in last week. So, uh we yeah, we don't know what happened on Tuesday yet. We don't know if it was if it was lit, if it was bad, if it was good. We don't really know. We're just kind of sitting here in in oblivion. But the point is you survived as did we. You did it. Good job. <laughs> So, yeah. because we are all the way stuck in last week, we don't have any news, um, but that's fine because it just means we can jump right into the episode because our wishlist episode is always a fun one. Oh, always the best. Okay. So, we always start the wishlist episode by reflecting on last year's wishlist episode, and we basically do a compare and contrast and see what we got right and see what we got dead wrong. And usually <laughs> it's a lot of the latter. So. Yeah, there's a lot of us getting things wrong from last year. Yeah, like a lot. and there's a lot of stuff that just like straight up didn't happen. Right, and there are some things that I think had we gotten those last three episodes that had been planned to happen but got axed because of Corona, mm -hmm. I think some of these things may have come true, but they technically did not because the seasons ended early. <laughs> okay, so last year's wishlist episode, I said that I did not want a stellarite engagement. I just wanted talk of the future. That, those were my exact words, talk of the future. I think I count it. Oh, you definitely count it. Infection. Okay, Done. yeah, yeah. In the infection crossover, of course, we had that moment where Kelly was like, you know, I'm going to go old, surrounded by you and our kids and everything. And so that and the look at Joe and Chloe's wedding, I'm going to count that as a win. Yeah, I'd say your more, your bigger win is the infection episode. But yes, I will throw, I will give you Joe and Chloe's wedding too. Okay, thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, the other one we I think we both had this really is that we just wanted Maggie to be happy and healthy. And, and we got that. Yes. That was a I win. Mean, it, took, it took us some time to get there. But yes, we did get there eventually. We did. We did. Uh, and the last one on our list, this is just it's a it's a running gag now, which just kind of is sad. But give out what our love interest 2019. We were so hopeful. We were so <laughs> close. We were so close. And listening to us talk about the news in that episode also was like such a kick in the ass because oh, <laughs> all of it was like, there's a rumored ship happening at Atwater's half of it. And, you know, Kevin's going to find love. And we were like, fuck yeah. And not only that, we were in Chicago that weekend for the convention and we had seen episodes one and two. So we had already met Rojas and we were like, oh, she's perfect. Yeah, and they just, like, there was all that news about the fact that he was more likely going to be Kevin, that was going to be in a relationship, and blah, 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 and we were just so far, we were like, yeah, this is the year, I feel it in our bones, and it just... It was not the year. Fucking A. Fucking A, indeed. Duh. Um, A lot of the other ones just straight up, like, didn't happen. There was an item on there about Terry and Elsa. Yeah, yeah. We never saw Terry again. No, um, we were close on the Bretzy. I, I thought it was going to happen by mid-season, and that definitely did not happen. No. But I feel confident in that we would have gotten whatever res- resolution we're about to get at the by the end of last season had it not been cut short. So. See, and that's why I didn't put anything Bretzy on my wish list for this year, just because Derek said we're going to find out in the first we'll two episodes. Get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Eh, whatever. Okay. So that is the quick recap of last year's episode. Just I like my memories of sitting in that like that hotel, which was actually like an apartment in Chicago or just like clear as day recording that episode. I know. Me too. And then I just and then I got in a whole Chicago vibes. And so then I was thinking back about like our Daniel interview. I was just thinking back about everything on that trip. And I was just like, oh, I miss Chicago. That was a lot of fun. Interviewing Daniel and the handler being like, um, they can hear you in the next room. And Daniel's like, well, we got to move because I'm not going to be quiet. Yes, the best part. I was like, oh, man, I love Daniel already. Yeah. And then we told him we had seen the episode and he was like, what? What? That was funny. Yeah. So good. So I guess it's time to jump into our 2020 wish list for seasons nine, eight and six. Crazy. Yeah, let's do it. It's crazy. Okay. So where do we start? Do you want to flip flop? Do we go over the ones that are on this, like, that we share? I don't, there's a lot just, going on here, guys. Just pick somewhere and we'll just go from there. Okay. Um, I'm just going to, like, pluck one out of my list that is not a match for the two of us. Does that work? Go for it. Okay. Let's start with Med. The first item on my list is for Ethan and April to have storylines independent of their love lives. We hear this item a lot for Burgess, and I want that too, but I want this especially for Ethan and April. And I don't mean like, you know, they go date other people and not each other. No, I want them to have storylines very similar to Will's storyline with the clinic from last year. I think that's a good idea. I'd love to see Ethan do more military, Navy, veteran stuff. I think that'd be really or even infectious disease, because remember, he does technically specialize in that. Yeah, but uh, um, but now it's like, Will's the infectious disease expert? I don't know. Yeah, and he's going to get some of that storyline this year, too, with that new doctor that's coming in, or whatever that is. Anyway, but yeah, I'd love to see Ethan do more veteran stuff. Do you think he's active in the veteran community in Chicago? I don't know. I think 
he maybe was earlier on because remember then we kind of got Vicky from all of that mm-hmm. and um, I don't know if he is anymore but I'd love to know that yeah that would be an interesting thing to see especially to see you know how it if it helps him any you know open up or you know anything like that well I think it'd be really interesting too like we don't really know if he has any PTSD I'm sure he has some I, I like I would just love to know more about that because we don't know a ton about his time except for the fact that he was in service doesn't I think he does have PTSD doesn't he because that was the whole purpose of the parrot yeah but like we haven't seen that in a while and I'd love to know more about that and you know it's just been a long time have we ever asked Jeff what the hell happened to the bird yes I think so okay I think that but that was a couple years ago so we still need an update on the bird we do we do so that's my first one up Brianna go ahead Okay, since you just talked about April and Ethan, I feel like I should talk about April and Ethan because I had something related, semi-related to them on my list. Mm -hmm. But I think we need to end April and Ethan for good. I mean, once and for all, for now. I mean, I'm not saying they can never get back together and that they won't be endgame, but they need to be over and done with for good for a while. Yeah, and I think that's what I'm that's what I'm get that's what I'm looking for in, in, in my item saying that they need to have stories independent of their love lives because they need to do what Will and Natalie are doing now, where they took a lot of time apart and then they kind of found themselves. Yeah, I just they have not been healthy in a really long time. And I get that they care about each other and that they love each other. And again, I'm not saying they can never get back together or that I don't want them to be in game. But they need some good time apart to figure themselves out and kind of reassess what they want out of their lives as individuals, what they want out of relationship. They just they need to figure a lot of things out and they're not going to do that if they keep orbiting each other. Right. Right. So I think they need to be done for good. Well, done once and for all for now. (laughs) Permanently, temporarily. Yeah. (laughs) I need them to be permanent. Like, I need them to not be together for like a whole season because it's been basically a whole season for will and natalie at this point yeah but that also doesn't mean i need april going around crockett either like i don't need that either just april work on yourself girlfriend yeah i want to see april get some sort of some sort of interest outside the hospital like a bria type situation like give me something with give me something for april to really sink her teeth into by herself or even if she had a good family storyline that had to do with her and Noah. Just something that's different. Yeah. Um, than what we've seen from her, which is like, Tate, 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 Tate. Ethan, 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 Ethan. Baby, Tate, Ethan, babies. What I like. Blah, 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 blah. I, I can't. <gasps> yeah, no. Crockett. Like, uh, no. No. <laughs> yeah. I hear you there. Um, so. Speaking of Crockett, uh, another item on my list. Okay. We spent the whole season with him just being like tall, dark, and handsome. And every episode, it was like, "Ooh, we're gonna learn something." Ooh, no, we didn't. Ooh, we're gonna no, we didn't learn it this time. Enough, okay? Just stop with the mysterious act. Like, listen, the the casual viewers aside, okay, the people who are into these shows and watch these shows, okay, we spend more than just an hour a week with these characters, okay? We spend a lot of time with these characters. We're past the point of like breaking the ice. We're past the point of getting to know them. Let us really know who these people are now. Like, I think we're past that point with Crockett. We're past all, like, the the mystery and the, uh, oh, goodness, they got kidnapped together. Ooh, ooh, but he's so nice. Like, we're past all that. Let's get to know him for real. 
Yeah, I want a lot of good Crockett background. I want a lot of good Crockett stories this year. Yeah. Yeah. I I think there's a lot of story to tell. Obviously, his family background is super interesting, and we've only kind of scratched the surface with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hope that they dive really headfirst into that, because I I think that'll be really interesting. And something different than any of the other character backgrounds I think we've seen on the show. Um, I guess he's the most similar to Natalie, but even then, Natalie's background is very different than his. So I'm I'm really curious. I'm 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 I agree with that. Do you? And I I haven't scrolled down to look at your list yet. Do you Do you want Crockett and Natalie to happen this season? Yes, <laughs> it's on my list. That's where I was going next. Okay. Hey, that was a good I... segue. I teed you up for a good segue. Yeah, I want Crockett and Natalie. So bad. I don't even care if they end up being endgame. Like, if we end up going back to Manstead and then Crockett ends up with someone else, okay, fine. But I need whatever this is to somewhat be explored. I need it. I need it. I don't know if I agree with that. I need it. I I don't even know. I don't even – here's the thing. There's only been a few moments, really, that have been like, ooh, this is intriguing. But something about those moments is like, I want to see this. I, I, I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know what it is yet. I need – I just – I need it. I need it. Maybe the hesitancy for me is just because we know how Nat is in relationships. We also know Crockett does not give a fuck about feelings in the ED. I mean, the only person who he really cares about in terms of opinion is Noah. But like, if 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 it's going to rub somebody the wrong way, if it's going to rub Goodwin the wrong way, or even if it's going to rub Will the wrong way, he's just going to be like, uh, yeah, and? But I think that's what's going to make them an interesting pairing. And honestly, I think that's what could make them work is how different they are. Because not saying that Will is a pushover, but Will can kind of be a pushover sometimes. <laughs> and against Natalie, who is like headstrong, like doesn't really take anyone's shit. And like, she's going to do what she wants to do. It doesn't really work that well. It did not really work at well that well at times with Will. But Crockett is kind of going to, I feel like, stop her and be, like, make her think. And we've already kind of seen moments of that. Um, and I think, too, that once Natalie, because she's the only one that knows a, a little bit about Crockett's background right now. Mm-hmm. Well, her and Goodwin, but her, really. Um, I think it'll be interesting to see how his emotional layers start to peel back. And if Natalie's going to be the one that unlocks them, kind of like what Tori was talking about, she said even in that interview with Us Weekly, she was like, there's something there with him, and I, Natalie doesn't really know what it is, but, like, I think that's what's exciting. So, again, I'm not saying they need them to be endgame. I just want to see it explored, because there is something there, and I just, I want it. I I want it. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel like, Crockett, professionally, you know, Crockett could stop her from doing something crazy, or he could be the devil on her shoulder. I don't know. I I don't know if I'd say he's going to be the devil on her shoulder, because I don't think Natalie needs a devil on her shoulder. She's going to do what she wants, regardless. But I think he'll open her up and, like, make her maybe question some things and take a look at things before she acts, even if she's going to continue to act. Maybe he'll make her rethink things. And I don't know. I think he's going to be good for her, both professionally and personally. Okay. We all know that the hospital, the whole hospital is going to know about Crockett's daughter at some point during the season, right? 
Yeah, I'd be surprised if they don't. Natalie blabs it, right? I don't know if Natalie blabs it. I mean, he's not going to go around and tell people individually. But that doesn't mean that it can't get out some way else. Like, what if Crockett's ex-wife shows up? I would love that. Right? I mean, I I, I don't think that's completely out of the question. Yeah, we need, yeah, we need uh, more intel on the mom. Yeah, so, or ex, yeah, mom, ex-wife, whatever she is. But I don't know. I don't think Natalie tells. Hmm. I want to give Natalie the benefit of the doubt and saying I don't think she tells. Next year, we're going to be like, damn, like, that was so funny how Bryna gave Natalie so much credit and Gina was just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is still not saying that Natalie's my favorite character and that I don't think Natalie still does some fucked up shit because Natalie still totally does some fucked up shit. And I'm sure she will continue to do so in season six. But I want to give her more of a benefit of the doubt when it comes to Crockett. So, OK. All right. Uh, transitioning off that, I say no Manstead for now. There, I mean, I never thought that Will could drop wisdom the way he did in last year's midseason finale when he told Natalie, like, we're better apart. Yeah, you're still obsessed over that scene. Because it's wisdom coming from Will. Yeah, I know. But also, I mean, I, I just, like... I realize people listen and they're just like, Gina, why do you hate Manstead so much? And the thing is, is I don't. Though that the early moments of season three, when they were on the Ferris wheel and they were all adorable. Three. That's three. Manstead trash. Hi. Right here. It's just that they need to, they're they're making such strides right now when they're apart that I want to see that continue. And then maybe in the future, if they come to a point where they're better off getting back together. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think Manstead's endgame? Yes. But I could see it being a really hasty, like, Josh and Donna thing where, like, at the last minute, they're like, oh, crap, like, somebody's leaving really quickly. We just need to, like, force them together. Interesting. So, she says that she hasn't finished the West Wing yet. Yeah, you say that, but anyway. I know things. 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 You don't know everything. You know things. Well, you'll know when I know them by my all caps text at like three in the morning. Yeah, I love it. Anyway. <laughs> okay, where do I go now? Um, Let's see. I'm going to move on from med and go over to fire. Um, Bretzy. Let's just go there. All right, let's do it. Cassette, Bretzy, whatever you want to call them. I need it to finally happen. And I know... Derek says we'll know within the first two episodes, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. That means we will have an answer one way or the other, but I'm saying I want it to happen. And maybe it's because it came from Derek, but hearing him say we'll know within the first two episodes makes me like, it makes me almost like kind of facepalm and kind of nervous because I'm just like, well, this isn't going to be good. I know, I'm nervous too, but like, I just, I need it to happen. I need, it's been a long ass time that we've been building up to this shit, and Mm -hmm. I just need them, again, if they decide not to be together right now, but maybe get back together, I don't know, I don't care, I need them to kiss, at least, please, for the love of God. (laughs) Yeah, just because, I mean, like, how long of a slow burn is too long? There is such a thing as too long of a slow burn. I know. I, when we were doing the research for the Stellaride, I was like, oh, there's kind of the beginning of Bretzy, and then it kept going. 
and going. <laughs> and, and going. And then I was like, oh, and then we went to season eight, and I kept going and going. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, just hurry up and kiss already. Yeah. Yeah. Damn it. We've overstayed our uh, our slow burn. Yeah. It's just like, oh. <sighs> I see these two right now as like a choose your own adventure book because I can think of like four or five different ways we find out about this resolution in the first two episodes. Like I don't even know how we're going to find out. I have a couple different ideas on how it goes once they kiss, but like I don't really know how we're going to get there. Yeah, like is there sexual tension and then they kiss in like the last 10 minutes of the premiere? Or do we find out that like they kiss drunkenly over hiatus and now it's all awkward between them? I can see so many different ways that this goes. And so I think that's just enough information. Like Derek's saying that we're going to know in the first two episodes. It's just enough information to make us all crazy. Yeah, and the first two episodes, he didn't say first episode, he didn't say second. So I feel like something happens in the first, and then they make a decision on whether to be together or not in the second. Okay. But I don't know. That's just a prediction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if we're sticking with fire, I mean, I need Violet to stick around. Yes! Uh, give me uh, all of the Violet. I love her so much. Um. Yes, and don't get me wrong, like... And I said this in last year's Wishlist episode, how I was like, we don't know Rojas yet, but I already love her. We don't know Gianna Mackey yet, but, like, I already love her. I already love her. I already love Adrian. Like, nothing against her, but I need Violet. Yeah. Yeah. I love Violet. I want her to be around a lot more. And I, yeah. Anyway. I need it. Yeah. Which kind of leads me into my next one, which I literally just have a whole category called the millennials. <laughs> <laughs> because I have so many millennial related things. And so if we're talking about Violet, I need Gal and Violet to like have more sexy time. <laughs> yep. Oh, and when I was rewatching the end and how they just ended with Gallo proposing to Violet <laughs> and she was like, what? And then she like walked out and he was like, blamed it on Joe. I just... Everything about that was great. But I need them to get back together and, like, have more sexy time. Nothing is cuter than everybody at Molly's and Gallo walking in with Violet. Like, he just gets that swagger about him that he's like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's my girl. I love it so much. Love it. Um, But if we're talking about Gallo, I need more Ritter and Gallo bonding time. Mm -hmm. I I just, I need, it's one of the best things that happened in season eight. And I need more of it. I think I need a whole B story where Gallo and Ritter try to make a TikTok. I need a whole B story that is like solely focused on just them. I just I need all the Ritter Gallo content injected into my veins. I don't even care. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I was thinking about the other day, though, is how it's funny that, you know, we keep referring to Ritter and Gallo as millennials, but they could be Gen Z, couldn't they? Depends on, like, where, how old we think they actually are. Where does Gen Z start? Like, a little bit younger than me. Okay. I could see Gallo definitely being Gen Z. Yeah, but what? They're the millennials. I don't even, they're the millennials. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Anyway, and then if we're speaking about Ritter, we kind of talked about this in last year's wish list, and it didn't totally come true. Um, I need more Ritter background. 
Yes. I need to know about his family. I need to know about how he got into, like, we kind of know a little bit because his uncle is the one who inspired him to join the fire department. But I need, I need more Ritter family. I need more, I know we're supposedly supposed to get some, like, Ritter boyfriend breakup stuff. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I just need all the Ritter background. Yes. I need him more fleshed out. Yes. Amen. So, yeah, the millennials. I just, I want all of the millennial things. I t- <laughs> I love the millennials. It's the best thing fire's done in a long time. Um, I don't have it on my list, and I actually don't know if you have it on yours, but how do we feel about a Stellarite engagement this season? You know, it's interesting. I was listening back to our last year's wish list, and I said, I don't know if I feel like they're going to go down the traditional engagement path. I said last year that I felt like something tragic or something life-changing was going to happen and they were going to be like you know life's too short let's just get married kind of a la the way Dossie did mm-hmm. and I still kind of feel like that like I don't know if Stellaride is a traditional couple that's going to do the traditional couple things like get an engage like get engaged plan a wedding like I can't see them sitting for nine months planning a wedding I just I don't see it yeah um, now that I think about it I think you're right Kelly's been engaged engaged once married once Stella's been married once like yeah they're totally gonna be like yeah I feel like I feel like it's definitely getting closer to them getting married but I feel like when they decide they want to get married they're just gonna fucking get married Mm -hmm. so will we have a traditional engagement I don't know that just doesn't seem like stellarite to me but I also if they go that route and they do decide to have like a more traditional engagement I I will eat up every moment of it yeah but i don't think it's too early to get engaged no i still i'm still not ready for it last year i said i was like i don't want them to get engaged i just want them to talk about it but still a year later i'm like no i don't really want it i think by the end of the season i could be ready for it okay like i don't see them getting engaged in episode three like that's just not a thing i see happening but (laughs) could you see it happening for bretzy I don't know. I don't know. No, 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 no. Uh, no. That was um, a complete joke, y'all. Not serious at all. Yeah, no. But, yeah. So I think I, I think we're definitely getting closer. I also think it'll be interesting to see if this supposed rift between, like, Severide and Stella, like, how, like, what it's really over, how big it gets blown up into. I just, I, I think we'll know kind of in these first couple of episodes where Severide and Stella's relationship is really going. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I only have one more fire one and it's a match for both of us. Uh, Go for it. I mean, it, it, and this is another one that's on our wish list every single freaking year, but where the hell is Peter Mills? Give me Peter Mills. Just, we're not asking for much. Okay. <laughs> I just need the one drop-in scene, and he's going to – we already decided this last year. He's mm-hmm. going to stop by the firehouse, catch up with everyone, and then pull Gallo and Ritter aside and be like, yo, this is how it goes. Here's my advice. Okay, boom, bam, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I see it all. I see all of it. Like, he walks up on the apron, sees Gallo, and he's like, does Casey still work here? And he's like, oh, yeah, and it just needs to happen. I, I, yeah, I can envision every moment of it. Every moment of it. 
Would I settle for a Zoom reunion at this point? I wonder. Yes. Yes. Like, just Casey on a laptop over Zoom and being like, Mills, it's so good to see you. How's life? And he's like, great. Here's my wife and baby. <laughs> I think at this point, even I'd take a Mills reference. <laughs> like, nobody's talked about Mills in maybe since season four. Like, it's been a long time since anyone's talked about Peter Mills. Yeah. I would just even take someone being like, oh, yeah, heard from Mills, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. Did you see what Mills posted on Facebook the other day? I got these cookies from Mills Bakery in North Carolina. They're amazing. And yeah. <laughs> oh, look, is that Mills on Shark Tank getting funding for the bakery? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, isn't Charlie supposedly going to be in Chicago in a few weeks? To yeah, to film a pilot. pilot? So come on now, yeah, make it happen. Make it happen. Just just get that Uber. Go over to the go over to fifty one. <laughs> it's now or never. Yeah, yeah. Do the thing. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, do you have ahead. any other fire ones? I had one more that I forgot to put in there. Yeah, I have one more fire one. Go for it. Um, more Donna, Cindy, and Chloe, please. Yes. Yes. Like, uh, this is kind of one that always is there, but, like, I need more Donna and Cindy always, and then now Chloe. I need all the Joe and Chloe, too. That was going to be the one. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. I need all the Joe and Chloe. And, like, when I was rewatching stuff for Stellaride, I rewatched their, like, first meeting, and when he goes to visit her at work and, like, asks her to come to the picnic with him, and I just, I love them so much, and I need all the Joe and Chloe, but, yes, I need Donna and Cindy, too. Chloe was literally the only good thing to come out of that crossover. No, Ritter. Ritter. Sorry. Sorry, Ritter. Sorry. You too. Chloe and Ritter. Only good things to come out of that crossover. But actually, though. Yes. I love Chloe. I just think, I just think Chloe is so cute and just like, she's just so like warm. And every time you see her, you can't help but smile. Like, I just love Chloe. Yeah, I wonder, too, with all the quarantining and, like, how these episodes are going to go, like, how much of them we're really going to see. Yeah. Because they are, like, recurring guest star characters. But uh, I don't care. I need them. I need more of them. And and unfortunately, it might be really difficult with Chloe. Um, Kristen Gutowski, the actress who plays her, I don't know if she's Canadian, but I know Handmaid's Tale is getting ready to resume, and they film in Toronto. So hopefully she's not like stuck in Canada or anything. Yeah, I don't know, but I uh, I just need them. I know. Yeah. I need them. Amen anyway, to amen to that. All of the Chloe, all of the Cindy, all of the Donna. Yes. yes, yes. I guess we're moving into PD now. Okay, first and foremost with PD, I need an explanation for Jay Stash. <laughs> Like, what kind of explanation are you looking for? Like, was it a quarantine thing? Did he just, like, I I just, I need an explanation. I don't know. Like, it's like how Antonio grew a goatee, as I drool on myself, that's sexy. Antonio grew a goatee. We never, like, found out anything. It was just, like, he popped up one day with a goatee, and we were like, uh, oh, oh, okay. I don't know. It's something- Yeah, but the last time Jay popped up with the stash beard, we didn't get an explanation. I don't think we're going to get an explanation this time, especially it's on PD. We're never going to get an explanation. Ain't for that anything the truth. Personal. I know. Unless it has to do with the case. Womp womp. Um, right. Right. The, in the past couple of times, it has only lasted like an episode or two. I just have a feeling that this is sticking around. 
We'll see. We will see. We'll see. Okay. If we're talking about PD specifically, I need, and we've, I, I don't know how well this is going to go over, but I need actual real change in how intelligence handles cases. Yes. Like, I need to see that they're not just talking about things related to Black Lives Matter and police brutality. I need to see them actually, like, change. Yeah. I just, it's far past the time that they'd be like, oh, you know, we know this is not that great, but it doesn't really matter. You know, we're going to still be intelligent and do things we want to do. Uh, like, something's got to change. Something does have to change. I and it doesn't need to be like by episode one, they've changed everything they're doing completely. Cause I, that's then like not intelligence either, but I need to gradually see them working towards being better and recognizing that, Hey, the way we've been running this unit this whole time is wrong. Right. Exactly. So, no, I'm, uh, I don't know agree. how that's going to happen. I know obviously with, um, Nicole Ari Parker's character coming in and I, it'll be interesting to see, how this all works but i need to see them progressing towards something absolutely absolutely uh which leads into the one i had on my list which is i need to see legit reflection from Voight. i like i i don't want i don't want to see him do like the stubborn like older man thing where they're just like well i'm stuck in my ways and that's how i do things no i need to see him sit down with his actions and his choices from the past and really reflect like i really need to see him give it an actual effort Reflect or change? Both. Okay. Like, reflect that leads to change. Yeah. And again, I'm not saying that I, it needs to be, like, by episode four, everything's changed. Like, because then that just feels, like, rushed and weird. But I need to see them, like, working towards being better. True. Don't forget, though, this whole season's going to feel rushed and weird. Yeah, no, I know. But what I'm saying is, like, I don't need them to be, like, episode two. Yeah, everything we've done is completely different because that that doesn't feel authentic either. Right. Like, real change takes time and, like you said, reflection and growth. And it's going to take time. But if they're not even trying to change and have these conversations in the unit, then what is the point? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think I'm in the, like, I'm. this is not a popular opinion by any means, but I think now more than ever – I just really want all three shows to be ridiculously authentic this season. I I want them to be like almost raw in how real they are, just to reflect all this crap that we've been going through this year. Yeah, I think it needs to strike some sort of balance because I think if it's authentic to a ridiculous point, then it's just going to be, again, ridiculous. But I do think we need to see, like these shows are best when they are grounded in some sort of reality. And I think if, I think they're going to give it to us. Mm-hmm. so yeah yeah okay are you picking another one or am i picking one go for it okay well this is one that's on both of our lists <laughs> and it is one that has been on our lists for the last three wish lists so it's gonna continue to be on there do we have a shirt for this and does our friend refer to this one as that man yes and yes <laughs> Give Atwater a love interest 2020 and 2021. Oh, for fuck's sake. Just do it already. Just do the damn thing. Like, Jesus, how long? We have to wait. How how long do we have to wait? And, like, if you do give her a love, if if he does get a love interest this season, like, can she not be a felon? Can she be somebody who's going to stick around for more than one season? 
Right, and be there for the man? I mean, damn. Right? Because he's going to go through some shit this season. He needs a woman by his side. I'm just saying. Or a man, if that's how he rolls, we don't judge. Right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, whatever you want to, whatever you want to, you do you, Atwater. You but do still, you, I, Kev. Yeah. But anyway, I, I need Atwater to have a love interest this year. I feel like we should just make the 2021 shirt already. <laughs> Would you? Okay, serious question. Hmm. Would you, if you had to give up Upstead and Berzik to ha- give Atwater to have a love interest, would you do it? Oh, oh goodness. Oh God. Um, You know what? Yes, I would because they are a family I- and they are a team and yes. I think I would too. I think, I think Atwater has deserved it for a really, really, really long time that I think I would give up Upstead and Berzik. I don't know about forever, but, like, definitely for a season, maybe even two, I would give it up. I would. Yeah, I would do it. Just, Kevin deserves to be happy. He does. He's going through some shit. He's been through some shit. He deserves to be happy. He does. So, yeah. Yeah, I would. I would. (sighs) Um, To segue from there, I mean, I think this is on both of our lists, too, is, like, can we just finally make Upstead canon? Yeah, I didn't even put it on my list because I just assured I was just assured it was gonna be like a sure thing. Um, but yeah, just upset. Enough, yeah, enough beating around the bush. Let's just like do the thing. Let's finally cut that sexual tension with a knife and do something about it. Yeah, yeah. And the our wish list episode last year, I did say I was like, I just want them to kiss and be like, is something there? And I think I'm kind of in the same boat. Uh, yeah, I'm way past that. I'm like, go make out already, people. Go make out. I would like a scene where, like, maybe, like, when it finally happens, I really would like for Jay to be like, you were going to tell me something in the hospital that day, weren't you? Like, I would love an, like, a little reference back to that. I don't know if we'll ever get that, but yeah, that would be amazing. Right, no, we won't, because PD. Uh, but yeah, Upset definitely needs to happen already. Mm-hmm. Um, my last one, do you have another PD, like, specifically PD one? Um, I have one and another one to just kind of, like, throw in. Go for it. Because I have one that's, like, all three, well, more shows than just PD, so go ahead. Okay, so, um, we are long overdue for another Platt-centric episode. Yes, always more Platt. Always more Platt. Long overdue. Long overdue. The fact that they've got Amy Morton in their arsenal of actors and, like, she is just so criminally underused is just, like, ridiculous to me. Like, more plat all the time, please. Yes, 100%. 100%. Yes. And the other one is just that I just want Berzik to find some sort of peace. Yeah. I don't know what that looks like, but yes. Finding peace is a great way to put it. Yeah. Some sort of peace. Which hopefully doesn't mean, like, them apart, you know, like we had in seasons, like, four, five, six, like, you know, all the other ones. But, yeah, some sort of piece. Yeah. Okay, my last one is, applies to PD and Med. But basically, and this has popped up a lot of other times, that's in previous wishlist episodes, but I need more LGBTQ storylines and relationships on one Chicago shows that are not named Fire. Yes! Yes! Because Fire's done a really good job. Obviously, you had Foster and Ritter, and you've seen it a lot more on Fire, 
But PD's literally never had an LGBTQ character ever. Mm-hmm. At least, maybe you've seen, like, one or two cases that had something to do with it. But even then, that's been very rare. Yeah. Um, they've never had, like, a main or recurring character that's been LGBTQ. And Med had Terry, but as we already mentioned, Terry's been gone for a whole season. Yeah. An so, attorney guy whose name we never remember. Yeah, an attorney guy. But I, I just... It's the one area that these shows are not that great in. Right. And which is really unfortunate because these shows are really great. But we it we need it. It it needs to happen. Yes. Hundred and ten percent. But yeah, fire's great at it. PD and med, step up your game. <laughs> especially PD. Yeah, especially PD. Med has made attempts, but med can also be doing better. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's all of our wishes. Yeah. Uh, but we got so a bunch from y'all. Yes. A ton. You guys were so active with the wish list, which we always love. Yes. And you guys were total troopers, too, because we threw both episodes at you at the same time. We threw this one and last week's Stellarite episode. And you guys were fantastic. You guys came through on both fronts. And so we love that. OK, let's start with Jess. Jess's wish list says Berzik, Upstead, and Bretzi all becoming canon because it's been too long, not dropping Outwater's storyline from last season and giving it the screen time it deserves, and a serious love and oh, wait, a serious love interest for Outwater, more Gallo and Ritter friendship. Amen, 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 amen. Like, yes. Yeah, I, especially the Outwater storyline from last season and giving it the true screen time it deserves. Like, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Um, CPD Halstead fan on Twitter said, Upset finally getting together, and please just let them stay together. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and a well put together and done, or and continued storyline for Atwater. Yes. Yes. But also keep him safe if you can. Yes, please. Maybe just bubble wrap him for the season. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Um, Lauren says, I would love to see more Chloe and crew scenes, more action-packed scenes, too. Can't wait to see the new paramedic and her personality, too. Yes. Definitely. It will be interesting to see, uh, how the pandemic and everything impacts the calls and the rescues, because I wonder if they can't go as big as they usually do. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, we almost saw them knock off Ambo 61 into the br- off the bridge, so I don't know if that's really stopping them. All I'm saying is the only place Ambo 61 had better go is, like, down the street. Don't you dare fling that Ambo off the bridge. I, I don't know. We will find out. Okay, so Rye said... Rhea? Rye? I'd say Rhea. Rhea? I'm um, sorry if I butchered that, but uh, more Kim and Haley and maybe a one and all one Chicago women, all the one Chicago women having a girls night. Uh, yes, please. Yes, please. I think we're overdue for that, too. Oh, we are so overdue for that. I think Herman should just do a ladies night one night and like give in to all the crap he's going to get. But then like all the ladies are at Molly's. Yeah, we it's been a long time too. like there's been very rarely scenes where you've had a character from all three shows at Molly's. Yeah. And that's not a crossover. I would really like another one of those. I don't even necessarily care for it to be. It doesn't have to be like an all Chicago, like a one Chicago woman thing. But I just need like a character from Med, Fire and PD all at the bar at the same time. Yeah. Yep. Oh, it's going to be so it's going to feel so good to see 
everybody together next week. Like, it's just going to feel really good. Yeah. Teresa says that she wants Upstead to rise and have Burzik start to heal and have new happy beginnings. That's a good way to put it, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically get their crap together, but I have a feeling that will be a long time away. Unfortunately, yes, I agree. More Mouch and Gallo and a Stellaride engagement. Yes. I'll take more Plouch. You can always have more Plouch. Yes. Um, Mariana said, Maggie, Ben, and Augie need to be protected at all costs. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes to all of that. Yes. Um, I also hope we really get more Augie and that Augie didn't just disappear. Oh, I hope Augie didn't disappear. They better follow through on that. I hope they do. Oh, my God. I Maggie really and Ben, like, full out adopting Augie would be like, that is what we need in the new seasons. It's what we deserve. It's what Maggie and Ben deserve, too. Yeah. Anyway. Um, she says, also, can we take a break from sex toy for a while? I we already discussed uh, more development on the Bretzy front, domestic Cruz and Chloe, more Gallo and Ritter, Stellaride talking about getting engaged and married. Um, she also has more Platt of Sid's first kiss. And then she says, I think it's important to give Atwater more screen time this season. I'm curious to see what storylines they have in store for him. As for the Burzeks, I love that that's caught on the Burzeks. <laughs> As much as I wish they could get together right away, I would like for them to start building an even deeper connection as friends before actually pursuing a romantic relationship. They really need to deal with a lot before getting together for the better. Yeah, I think Kim needs to do some soul searching. Maybe Adam too, but I think I think Kim, I think we know for sure that Kim needs to do some soul searching. Yes. Yes. And I would love to see it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yes. Like, Yes. I would take all of that, like Kim going to therapy, like Kim working on herself, give it, yes. I don't need to see the details of the case. I need to see these characters, like, dealing with their personal issues. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haley says, I'm glad Upstead is happening, but I don't want it to become the sole focus of the show. Don't worry, it won't. Um, I thought last season did a really good job of balancing Burzik and Upstead, and I would like for that to continue, yes. Um, An episode dealing with LGBTQ issues, right out of Brennan's list. Um, that's the one area that the show never touches on. Give me more scenes of Jay and everybody else, not just Upton and Voight. I want to see them interact more with Atwater, Burgess, Ruzik, etc. Yes. Yes. I agree with all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Alyssa had a lot of things on her list. She said, Upstead, Burzik Resolution, Get Water, I Love that. Just 2020-21-2021. She said, Black Lives Matter. She said, I'm excited for the storyline with a new character to hopefully address the police brutality aspect of the show in response to the BLM movement over the past few months. She is Stellaride and Bretzi, the Millennials, Gallo and Violet, which she said, these two have such a different relationship to the other ships in the show, and they crack me up in every scene. I 100% agree with that. Um, she said she wants to see more mentorships, like Casey and his son Gallo, plus <laughs> the Mouch and Herman and Ritter mentorships, um, which I agree. I love those storylines. Um, less relationship soap opera on Med. Um, and then she said with the coronavirus, she said, I hope they do one or two cases that are heavily focused on the pandemic, but I don't want every episode to be centered around it. Yes, the hospital needs to work differently, but there's a difference between that and making every case coronavirus focused. Which that is I true. Agree is, I think that's a very important distinction, and I hope they follow that. We did see in an article, they said that there's going to be a separate COVID wing at Med. Right, but do I, do you need, like, what she what um, she's saying is, like, do you need every episode to have, like, a COVID case? Um, 
I guess not, but it's still, I mean, I don't want it to be every single episode, but, you know. Like, I want them to be like, yeah, you know, X, Y, and Z go work in the COVID unit. Like, I want you to hear them talk about it. And obviously, like she said, I want them to do a couple of cases that are focused on COVID-related issues. But I don't need them to have, like, a huge COVID-related case every week. I think that's going to get, like, a little mundane and boring. Yeah, that's true. That is true. So. Uh, yeah, so Casey. Casey says, more Manstead. We disagree there. That's okay. More Manstead, more Dr. Asher backstory. Okay. Uh, that's going to depend on whether Hannah sticks around or not. I personally would like to see her stick around. What about you? I think she should stick around for a little bit. I'm not saying she should stick around forever, but she should stick around for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, more Sexton siblings, yes. 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 For April Bring and Joy to really be done. What would you say right now? I'm sorry. Bring Noah back. Yes. All of the Noah. That's kind of a running one on our list, too. Every year, we're like, more Noah. More Roland. We want Roland to work. Yes. 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 Uh, April and Choi to really be done. That's, like, I'm so surprised at, like, the consensus here that, like, it's all kind of They're the same so thing. Toxic, though. Are you really surprised? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> um, Upstead, yes. Yes. Reform that actually sticks on PD. She said, I think it's way past time for Hank's actions to be questioned. Yes. 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 I'm not kidding. Every time the end of season five comes on USA, like, it's all, all caps rage text to, like, all of my my PD, my, like, my, yeah, my Chicago PD friends. Because I'm just like, I still can't believe that Voight got away with it and Al died for Hank and it's just such bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah. No, I, I'm with you. Um, give out water 11 just 2020 I also love that this hashtag has caught on I do too it's I'm the best but also end the hashtag so we can actually get at water 11 just we'll keep it going we just don't want to we want to change it slightly to something else like at water got a love interest 2020 <laughs> yes yeah we just that's all we want um, for Berzik to completely be on or completely be off. Okay. All right. Proper conclusion to Rojas's storyline. I meant to add this one. Yeah. We need to know where she went. Yeah. And I would like to, to actually give us something a little bit better than what they gave, like, Antonio, which was bullshit. Yeah. They had us thinking he was dead for half that episode. <sighs> yeah. I just... Well, that was bad. It was bad. That was bad. Bad, bad, bad. And they... That... We're not even going on that rant right now. Adam went to fucking jail for Antonio. Okay, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, Casey said, Bretzy, more Chloe, Cindy, Cindy, Donna, Trudy. A stellaride proposal. Gianna Mackey's background. Yes. Mm -hmm. Stella taking the lieutenant exam. And more Cruz and Chloe. Yes. Yes to all of that. Yes. Okay. Then our last one is from Samantha. She said, Upstead. Give out water, a love interest, 2020. <laughs> uh, this is a really interesting one. She says, a love interest for Voight. And oh. she says, Voight has literally lost everyone. He has no family left. I think it would be nice to see him have someone in his life he cares about again. Camilla's been dead since season one, and I think he deserves some storylines outside of the unit in case of the week. Voight deserves some love, too. Let's camp out on this for a sec. Samantha, ooh. Oh, man. Okay, so... I would I think the only woman I would ever ship him with is Olivia 
Yeah, I don't know who, what type of woman I would want to see Voight with. I do agree, though, when she says, like, I think he deserves some storylines outside of the unit in case of the week. Like, we don't ever get that. Ever. No, and the times that we have, he just kind of, like, puts the walls up and pushes everybody away. Yeah, I mean, we used to somewhat get it when he had family around, like when Justin and Olive were around and when Aaron was around, but we don't get it anymore. And I, I agree. Like, I think it'd be nice every once in a while to be like, yeah, Voight is not just living at the district. That's true. I think I think I first need to see how he handles the reform thing, because here's the deal. Yeah. Voight is not an easy character to root for. No, he's not. And that's my issue of, like, I don't know if I could ever ship him with anyone ever. <laughs> um, so I'm okay with the giving him a storyline outside of the unit in case of the week. But, like, when it comes to shipping, I don't know if I could ever ship Voight. Because then, I mean, think about it. If he were to start a relationship with someone, he would probably withhold a lot of things about himself. To the point that he would maybe almost catfish her, like, inadvertently. I don't know, but... I I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot. Yeah, I I think eventually down the line, that'd be nice. But maybe not this season. I know. No. It's a good one, though. But interesting. It yeah. is. It, it, yeah. Um, a visit from Antonio. That would be nice, too. That would be nice. Stellaride engagement. More Bretzy. More Cap and Tony. Yes, please. Yes. That was also really fun going back when we were watching all these Stellaride moments to watch how they evolved and, like, got more speaky lines and things. It was just really fun. Yeah. Um, always more Cap and Tony. Um, me instead, more Noah. Yes. Yes. She also has a sex toy baby on here. And she says, Ethan and April have been trying to have a baby and be parents, and it's about time someone in the One Chicago universe successfully had a baby. Oh, my God. Can I get an amen? <laughs> yeah, I... I agree with that sentence. I don't agree that April and Ethan should have a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think they should have a baby. I, I think One Chicago as a whole in this next season just needs to step away from the babies. Step away. No pregnancies, nothing. Not Cruz and Chloe. Like, don't even think about it. Like, leave stuff uh. right alone. Just step away from the babies. There's too much happening. Like, step away. But next season, though, like season 10... Maybe I already started my season 10 wish list. I, I've just become really callous to the whole thing because it just makes me angry that ev there's been one woman on every show who's lost a baby. But somebody's got to have a baby at some point, right? Like, you can't... <laughs> uh, exactly, but that that's what I'm saying. It's like, don't go there again unless you're going to follow through. Right, I agree with that. Yeah. But, oh, I would love to see Cruz and Chloe become parents. You put that seed in my brain and I can't stop thinking No, that. I would love that too. And she would be the cutest thing ever pregnant. And Joe would be like flipping out, reading all the baby books. It would be adorable. But don't go there if you're not going to follow through. Oh, yeah, that's for season 10. We'll, we'll put that on our wish list for season 10. Um, okay. And then she also has Marcel's background, which you had already talked about. But yes, just yes to all of that. Yes. All of the things. I love how there's a lot of recurring themes between all of the lists. Because all these One Chicago fans know what they want. We all want the same things. Yeah. Give out water a love interest. I know. As Christine cool. would say, that man. That man deserves a love interest, damn it. Yes. Yes. Speaking of our friend Christine, Bryna is donning her shipping room shirt today as we record. So definitely check out yeah. the shipping room podcast when you get the chance. Yeah. 
any other like last minute things on the wish list? Any other last minute thoughts? Not that I can think of. Just I'm really excited for these seasons. Yes. Even yes. though they're going to be short and they're going to be different, I'm really excited. Yes. You realize with like the completion of the wish list episode, we have officially crossed the finish line of hiatus. <laughs> like we just did the thing. We just did the damn thing. Yeah. Wow. Seven months later. Holy shit. It's crazy. Holy shit. Yeah. What a time to be alive. Right? Man. Ugh. We did it! <laughs> <laughs> we did it! We did it! We did it! Yeah! <laughs> so that's all we've got for... That's all we've got for this episode. That's all we've got for hiatus. Hiatus is over. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah! <laughs> That's all we've got. Hiatus is done. You're not going to hear an old episode from us for a while now. Uh, well, maybe sooner than we think, because oh. I don't know how long. But yeah. But yes. I imagine there will be a lot of gaps in programming, but we'll see. Yeah, we will see, but we'll address that when we get there. But yes, we are going back. The next time you hear from us, we will be doing new episodes. Bless. New episodes, which like we never thought were going to happen. Oh, I just, I'm so excited. I remember sitting there in April, just legit staring at the computer and being like, how are we going to come up with content from now until January? <sighs> I know. I used to like dread, not that I dreaded one Chicago Wednesdays, but I dreaded the prep and like the live tweeting and like the episode prep that came with one Chicago Wednesdays. And now I'm like, hell yes, I am ready. Let's do this thing. Yeah. I am ready. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. All right. You guys know where to find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. If you have shy hard friends, guys, who are like sort of on board, tell them to follow us because like join the party. I mean, again, the new season start next week. So like the party begins. So yeah. Now is the time. Yes. Now is the time. Follow us everywhere. Granted, we don't really update Tumblr. We've got to learn how to make gifts. But everywhere else, follow us. Uh, if you like the show, which we really hope you do, please, please, please leave us a rating and review on iTunes. We would love that. It would be greatly appreciated. Follow us on Twitter individually. I am at Gina Watches TV. Bryna? I am at Bryna K13. You also forgot to mention our Tee Public store. Bryna, take it away. We also have a Tee Public store and we have lots of new merch. Well, recently new merch. Um, squad goal shirts, uh, fun designs that Gina mostly came up with, and it's amazing. And I just actually bought a shirt from ourselves recently, and I cannot wait to walk, rock it on the 11th. You guys know those shirts where it's, like, everybody's names, and, like, you'll see it for, like, I know the Hamilton cast has one. It's, like, Hamilton and Jefferson and Lafayette and all that stuff. We have those for all three shows. That's so, the one I just bought. Yeah, absolutely. So go. Do the thing. Um, email us anytime, meet us at mollys at gmail.com, and you don't need to know the schedule because we're back with new episodes. What, what? Party horn. I so. guess we'll just say same time, like, our plan is still the same as the previous seasons. You know, episodes are on Wednesday, we will record on Thursday nights, release on Friday, on Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah, unless, God forbid, you know, something happens, which you guys will just follow us on Twitter. But yes, as far as we know, it's still the same. Yep. So... All right, guys, have a good weekend. Rest up because, you know, the next one Chicago Wednesday is an actual one Chicago Wednesday. Um, yeah, everybody relax and we will see you next week. Bye.